Welcome everyone to Rock Buzz, Ocean Pines Community Podcast. I am Sherry Clifford and I am here with my co-host Amy Peck. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent the views of our guests or others, nor are we affiliated with the Ocean Pines Association. Our mission is to bring factual news and information to the residents and homeowners of Ocean Pines and the surrounding areas. You can join the ROC's Facebook group by searching for Ocean Pines ROC or find us on Twitter and Instagram. Also be sure to look for the official ROC logo. If you have news or would like to share your story on Rock Buzz, or if you would like to advertise with us, you can visit our website, OceanPinesROC.com, or email us at info at OceanPinesROC.com. Today we are talking about the proposed sports complex in Berlin. It's the facility that refuses to die. Once again, the proposed sports complex is back in the news. This time, Mayor Rick Meehan has formed a task group of 31 individuals to make recommendations for the potential project. To date, they have met and again are adamant about going forward. Many property owners thought this project died at the county level in November of 2022 after a successful referendum and when the majority of commissioners, including our own Chip Rutino, voted not to sell bonds to develop a complex that was to sit next to Stephen Decatur High School. Let's review the project. Well, the last proposal was to build 8 to 10 tournament quality outdoor fields and a 125,000 square foot indoor facility. The proposed price tag was more than $153.5 million on the approximate 95 acres next to Stephen Decatur High School. Included in the cost was the $7.15 million that was going to be paid to the owner of the acreage, the Harrison family. Key findings from the last study shows the proposed indoor field house was estimated to account for 48% of the economic impacts, and the proposed new outdoor field complex was to account for 52%. Many believed that the land cost was a highly inflated number for the acreage and similar plots when land was available in other locations, just a few miles away for much, much less money. Ocean Pines residents who will be impacted by the proposed project are asking, why is a sports facility needed? Well, Ocean City wants it. In fact, Mayor Meehan, the Council, and Ocean City Tourism Commission have identified sports tourism as a top priority in the strategic plans. You're right, Sherry. When Ocean City put together a tourism strategic plan in 2019, one of the goals was to become the state's, quote, amateur sports destination, end quote, because the city feels that sports tourism is one of the fastest growing sectors in tourism. Now, I've been following the news about this proposed facility since 2017, when the study proposed that there will be events for 43 to 53 days per year, with the average length of stay being 2.5 nights in a hotel. Now, it's important to note that the 2017 study was before the popularity of short-term rentals. In 2022, they adjusted the figures to still say that the length of stay would be an average of 2.5 nights, but now they say there's going to be 54 to 64 events. The total number of participants expected are to be about 60,000, and the participants and spectators are about to be 185,000 people. 
We are just coming off of Ocean's Calling with an estimated 50,000 concert goers each of the three nights. This project has definitely been studied. There is the 2017 study and the January 31st, 2020 Crossroads study, and then April of 2022, the town of Ocean City engaged MSA to update the 2020 study that was released in November of 2021, provide a site assessment next to Stephen Decatur High School, and produce a cost estimate. In fact, this was the last study, the 11-28-2022 MSA report. There are pages and pages of studies, but despite that, there are still no concrete answers regarding funding, public access, open space funds, Maryland Stadium Authority funds, or infrastructure needs. There are no private funds, advertising, or sponsorship. I have seen no plans for the much-needed reserve funds that will be necessary to replace turf, which has a limited life and other infrastructure. Those are all answers the public should have. Those for the proposed facility say that it will help our local children. Isn't that true? Not really. The facility really isn't geared towards the recreational needs of the community. It is geared towards tournaments, and the primary focus is hosting events that generate room nights. So Ocean City is looking for local room tax revenue. This is a project that benefits Ocean City. You're right. The last study shows local room tax revenue to be estimated between 930000 and $1.1 million. In addition, there are admissions and amusement tax of approximately $300,000, beverage tax, local personal income tax. In total, they're estimating total tax revenue collected between $1.7 million and $2 million. Obviously, the town of Ocean City wants that money. I do question whether the young tournament families will pay premium Ocean City rates or will they look for outlaying areas? Will teams pitch in and rent an Airbnb rental house instead? Perhaps a short-term rental here in Ocean Pines? It could be argued that Ocean Pines gets the problems and the traffic and Ocean City gets the room tax revenue. And there are still no answers as to where this is going and who is going to pay for it. Besides the tax revenue, What are some of the other benefits to the facility they claim? And are there any benefits for Ocean Pines residents? Well, the various studies list what they call qualitative benefits, including that the facility will enhance the overall quality of life and livability in the area. The study also pointed out our population around here, and it isn't our residents playing the tournament sports or our kids playing them, maybe the grandkids. Certainly increased traffic and congestion does not sound like an enhancement. Well, obviously the goal is to attract a critical mass of visitors that support area businesses. Visitors will certainly be supporting Ocean City businesses, but will they be visiting Ocean Pines businesses? What about our amenities here in Ocean Pines that are open to the public? Are we going to see sports teams at our pools? That doesn't sound like an enhancement either. They claim the sports facility will enhance the area's image as a destination, broaden the market to reach new visitors, and attract visitors during non-peak months. Do these sound good for Ocean Pines, Sherry? No, no, don't think so. Will this increase the jobs and will they be good paying? The latest study shows estimated total full and part-time jobs to be 830 to 980 in Worcester County. 
These are not to be considered high paying jobs, and I believe most of them will be part time jobs. Considering the trouble area businesses are already having attracting help with our high cost of housing, I don't see this as a benefit for us. Perhaps if the facility was placed in Salisbury or Pocomoke, that could be considered a benefit. I see in the last study they are also claiming that it would increase property values surrounding the site. I don't think Ocean Pines Real Estate will see their investment go up, but perhaps if someone builds a hotel close to the facility, but that defeats the purpose of the hotel room generating stays in Ocean Pines. Good point, Sherry. Perhaps what this proposed project will do to Ocean Pines property values and our quality of life needs to be discussed. I know that Berlin was very concerned about the additional stress on their first responders. The same could be said for Ocean Pines EMS, fire, and police. I often see Ocean Pines fire and ambulance going out of the area. The main concern I think residents have is traffic. There are already concerns about Route 90 and the Route 90 expansion project. And unfortunately, that did put any 589 expansion on hold. Yet it is obvious that Mayor Rick Meehan wants this facility as close to Ocean City as possible to get those attendees and spectators in Ocean City, spending money in Ocean City, and generating room tax. The Stephen Decatur site was about seven miles away. In the latest communications, they're talking about looking at locations off 113 or 589. Can you imagine what 589 will look like? Obviously, I'm not for this project anywhere near Ocean Pines. I spoke at the public hearing when the majority of commissioners, not Chip Bertino, voted for the project. Then many taxpayers rejoiced when they thought the project died in referendum. Vince Gisrael and former board of director Slobodan Trendic got the signatures needed and question A was on the November ballot. By a vote of 11,208 to 10,482 voters and another 726 in absentee votes counted, the referendum killed a county bill that passed April 2022 that authorized commissioners to sell $11.2 million in revenue bonds to help pay for the cost and the design of the complex. The 4-3 commissioner majority had agreed to purchase price of $7.15 million to be paid to the property owners, the Harrison family, using proceeds of the bond sale. The referendum killed the project on this Route 50 property and public funding using bond money for other locations as well. But Ocean City wants this project. Is it expected to make money besides tax revenue? The short answer is no, it is not. The 2022 study clearly states, quote, based on the market research conducted to date, the proposed sports complex would likely operate at a deficit, which is not unlike similar facilities that are built for their ability to generate economic activity, end quote. Even given the best-case scenarios, the consultant predicted an operating loss even before taxes, debt service, and depreciation. Clearly, operating at a deficit is not a selling point. Is the facility really needed? Since the study, access to fields has increased. It could be argued that the market is not competitive as when this project was first proposed. 
However, the November 2022 study states in its key findings that demand exists for both indoor and outdoor components of this proposed complex. I know there is a big facility close by in Delaware. What about the Delaware sites? You're talking about the DE Turf Sports Complex, which is on 84 acres and offers 12 turf fields, 12 lighted fields, stadium with seating with more than 700 people. Now, this site wasn't even operational when the 2017 study for this proposal was made. Also in Delaware, which opened in 2022, is the Sand Hill Fields in Georgetown. That has eight rectangular fields, as well as other amenities, and they are planning to open up a 30,000-square-foot indoor facility there, too. More competition. Virginia has gotten into the sports facility complex game as well, offering more competition for tournament dollars. In 2022, they opened a huge Virginia Beach Sports Center, offering 12 indoor basketball courts, 24 volleyball courts, an indoor 200-meter track, and seating for 5,000 spectators. Expected to open soon is the Henrico Sportsplex in Virginia that offers a 4,500 arena and is part of a larger development. There is also the Warhill Sports Complex in Williamsburg, Virginia. Your home state, New Jersey, has gotten into the game with a potential new athletic complex and soccer development in Harrison, New Jersey, on 385 acres and a potential redevelopment of the Bader Field in Atlantic City. Iron Peak Sports in Hillsborough just opened, and it has an indoor field with 86,000 square foot domed bubble and outdoor turf fields too. Then there are places in Myrtle Beach, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. What about Maryland? What is the market like here? Well, right nearby in 2018, the Henry S. Parker Athletic Complex in Salisbury, Parker Athletic Complex added eight new fields. Four of them are turf. This facility is 41 acres and has room for further expansion to host baseball, softball, and kickball tournaments. In Prince George's County, Liberty Sports Park opened in 2022 off Route 301. It has 10 lit fields, six turf fields, and four grass fields. Also within a three-hour driving radius is the Maryland Soccer Plex in Germantown, a suburb of Washington, D.C. Calvert Regional Park in Northeast Maryland. Then there's the Ripken Experience in Aberdeen, Maryland. Another potential new complex is in St. Mary's County, Maryland. St. Mary's County is actually considering developing a new sports complex, which would include multi-purpose outdoor fields and include an indoor field house capable of accommodating diverse sports competitions, including those related to basketball, volleyball, wrestling, etc. There's 12 Liberty Sports Park in Upper Marble, Maryland. They opened in October 2022 and offers 10 rectangular fields, six are turf, and four natural grass. Then in Baltimore County, there's the new Greenville Middle River Baltimore County Complex, 10 indoor pickleball court facility with possible future expansion. Then there are sites which studies are just pending. Listed in the study were three other studies pending for the region, like Wacomico County and on the side of the Chesapeake Bay, Hagerstown and Washington County. Wow. Do you think the market is at a saturation point? Is this a build it and they will come project? Do we really build it and will they really come? That's another question. And do we really need to start from scratch? What about our 377 acres in Salisbury at the Winter Place Park Equestrian Center? 
What about Pocomo? They certainly could use an economic boast. We have addressed some real concerns, but this is the project that will not die, despite data, despite what the majority of voters want. Now Mayor Rick Meehan has put together a study group to make recommendations for the sports facility project. Meehan says it is time for Ocean City to take the lead and, quote, look to why, how, and where a sports complex can be built in close proximity to Ocean City, end quote. The 31 people in the study group will look at size, scope, location, and funding sources for the project. The list of members look to be a fan club of the $153.5 million project and include very vocal OC Councilman Matt James and John Gerg, who support the project, even when it appeared they were unaware of the facts and couldn't recall endorsing the January 31st Crossroads Studies. Commissioners Mitterick and Purnell, who have also supported the expensive project and objected to our commissioner Chippertino's argument against it. Others include Ocean City business people, developers, hotel motel people, restaurateurs, and the Harrison Group, who owned the original considered property next to Stephen Decatur High School. And then there is former President Doug Parks from the Ocean Pines Board. This is rather ironic because Mr. Parks had issue with me writing letters and presenting my data and research at the April 2022 town hall. I certainly never used my board position or even mentioned it when writing or talking about the proposed project, but Mr. Parks is listed in a newspaper article as past president of Ocean Pines. I recall that you had turned down an offer to lead referendum efforts when approached by Vince Gisrael because you were currently serving as an appointed director. I am now surprised to see his name on the task force of a project that the majority of voters and our commissioner do not see as an enhancement for Ocean Pines. I'm surprised as well. The newest articles and discussions regarding the project all state the desire of the task force to focus on a location off of 113 or 589. There is currently 101 acres for sale at the end of 589 and 50. Is this their hope? Can you imagine the traffic? Well, obviously, the residents of Ocean Pines do not want to see increased traffic. And this project, again, it benefits Ocean City, not Ocean Pines. So what do you think we can do to weigh in on the project? The task force meetings are supposed to be public. Well, at least part of them. The next meeting, the second time the task force will meet, will be held on December 14th at the convention center, 9 a.m., room 215. The beginning of the meeting is open with discussion topics of funding and legislative options. The second part of the meeting will be closed. They are going to discuss property acquisition. We will continue to follow this issue and report back. In the meantime, write your commissioners and let them know whether or not you support this proposed facility. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out to the ROC and please keep sending us your thoughts to keep this discussion going. Join us on our Facebook page by searching for Ocean Pines ROC and be sure to look for our official logo. If you would like to be a guest, advertise with us, or have a story idea you want us to cover, please email us at info at oceanpinesroc.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Rock Buzz, your community podcast. 